Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 The send is a necessary piece of the process. It's all about the journey. After carefully curating my Instagram feed to get rid of most of the moonboarding videos, I've been left with hundreds of posts every day that are trying to sell me the same message. It's the process that's important. It's not about success and failure, it's only about days out with friends. Sending doesn't matter because I do it all for the journey. Their journey's missing a valuable piece. The send. We talk a lot around here about how important it is to place value on the process, on the podcast with our clients and during our workshops with other coaches, climbers, and parents. We believe that. Hell, we sell a journal we call the process journal, but we also want to send. Denying that is making an excuse for never putting yourself on the line. Why is it that we try to assign value to the goal setting, the training, the work put in to learn the moves and subtleties of each sequence, the scheduling to get to the project, the communication with our partners, battling the jitters we get while tying in, but when we fail, we try to pretend it doesn't matter. Be honest with yourself. Of course it fucking matters. We're all trying to improve. Success on a climb is part of that improvement. It's a marker on your journey. If you miss all the markers, you're on the wrong path. But how do we do this? How can we reconcile caring about the outcome with focusing on the process? My friend Trevor Reagan from Learner Lab says that we have to take outcomes seriously, not personally. In our conversation on the podcast, Trevor discusses how scientists view the always moving target of improvement. They know the outcome is a reflection of the process, not of them as a person, he says. If we look at our sins or failures in the way that a scientist might, it becomes much easier to understand. If we fail, something went wrong in the process. Be clear here. Not every process is a good one. Let's make some changes and try to find what's going wrong. If we send, something about the process went right. Let's retest with another goal, try to pin down what we're doing well, and refine it. Arno Ilgner, author of The Rock Warrior's Way, in a conversation on my podcast, defined process-based motivation as learning-based. What do I need to learn so that I can achieve that end goal? Arno obviously cares about the outcome, but he also doesn't take the outcome personally. He sees it as a test of sorts. If we don't pass the test, it's because something in the process is holding us back. We're humans. Failure hurts. Pretending it doesn't is a lie. We understand that we need those failures in order to continue learning. It's the same with success. We need those sins not only to keep us afloat, but also to learn what it is that we're doing right. If you're one of those people on my Instagram feed who never seems to send anything, ask yourself why that is. Something in your process, your journey, is going wrong. Maybe your goals are set too high for now and you need a smaller, intermediate checkpoint. Maybe you're skipping over the important small lessons along the way and jumping straight to failure at the big goal. Take a closer look at the missing piece of your journey. 
The same goes for all those climbers who send everything they try. Are you pushing hard enough? Are you ever really putting yourself on the line? There is much to be learned from failure, so you may be depriving yourself of valuable lessons. Just be sure and see it through. Send. Hey guys, I am Lauren Abernathy. I am a, oh, it's very crazy to say. So I'm a climbing coach based out of Salt Lake City. And the reason it feels a little wild to say is that a year ago, I was a unhappy corporate drone in New Jersey doing a job I really didn't like. So then I started my own coaching business and now I coach rock climbers and it's fun and awesome. And I love loving my job. So yeah, that's a little about me. And I'm from Ohio. I'm from Cincinnati, like Chris. So yeah. <laughs> and what is your coaching company? Where can people find you? Oh yeah. If you want to find me, Good Spray Coaching on Instagram, and you can find me on my website at goodspraycliming.com. Perfect. Um, it's interesting, Lauren, that you said you had a whole little rant of notes written for this because I was reading back through this essay, and it occurred to me that, and Nate, you'll remember this, I on my blog years ago, I would just have these little rants, and they all kind of came from being in the gym and getting to watch people do stupid shit. And then I could be like, I could go home, write about it on the blog. And the next day at RockQuest, everybody would be upset with me because I'd just written about someone and everyone knew who I was writing about. Um, so this rant, because I don't get to see people in the gym as often anymore. So I don't get to write about the stupid shit people are doing in the gym. This was one of those old school rants, but entirely predicated by the internet, you know, getting to watch the whole, this like trend of the process is so important, bro. You know, and, and it was bothering me so much that those people were all about it's all about the process, but nobody was ever sending a fucking thing. And that's sort of the purpose of this, right? So, so it felt like an old school rant to me, which I love. Yeah. No, I think it's really good because that also, <laughs> I, like, well, I remember when I read this the first time and I was like, that bothers the shit out of me too. I hate that. I'm like, you're not, I don't know. I'm like, well, you didn't get on it. I'm not, yeah, no, I completely resonated with it and I laughed out loud. I guess I can, I can dive into. <laughs> yeah, do it. Tell me, tell me your rant. I want to hear what you f are feeling about it, Lauren. So my hot take is that if you're afraid to set goals or you never send anything and then you pretend that you don't care, I think I think it's a huge problem. And I think the problem comes from this. I think your self-worth is tied to your climbing ability and you don't want to admit it. And then you've broadened your definition of success to the point where everything you do is a success and failure doesn't exist anymore. Then you never have to feel like you failed and then your self-worth is never damaged. And I think that's where this whole, the process is the only thing that matters comes from. And also if you like are listening to this and you hate me for that, it's probably because it's a little bit true. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's, this whole book is kind of that. Like <laughs> if you see yourself in these essays and it makes you mad, then good. That's, that's sort of the point of it. 
And and I think you're right. You know, we we do as a society, we've started over the last bunch of years sort of pandering to to sensitive people and not trying not to hurt anyone's feelings and trying to make sure everyone gets to feel success, you know. And what that does is just give a bunch of participation trophies to everybody and and I think that's what this whole process thing is. So I th- I think you're right. And the process is massively important, but taking the outcome out of the process entirely is just a a massive mistake. And Nate, you had wanted to talk about this one too. Was there something that that struck you in particular about this one? And, you know, you and I have had so many discussions about the process. You know, we have the process journal. We, you know, it's such a massive part of what we do. Yeah. And and we hadn't really talked about the importance of sending, the importance of the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think the real send is the friends we make along the way. <laughs> said no one ever. Like, um, no, like, so I picked this one because honestly, I'm a little guilty of it. Like, yeah, I don't think I overvalue the process as much as, man, I just really like climbing. And there's something about like with projects, like, it's really easy for me, especially in the beginning of a season to kind of buckle under the stress of trying to get a send. Um, but any time I start off a season early, like a good example, I had one season many years ago, I was kind of breaking into mid 513 and I wanted to do kaleidoscope and I was like, oh, this will go fast. And it's got one kind of stopper move going to a slot hold. And it's like sort of hard, but mostly it's just not very precise. And I kept falling to the point where I was falling on the move five times a day. And like, I would fall, just like hit the wall behind it, hit above everything you can imagine. And it was super frustrating. But then the day I sent it, I went over, did like two more 513s. In that, in that next week I did, I think like 913Bs or harder. And for me, it was just like, I don't think had I stuck with that initial route, I would have ever had the confidence, the momentum for everything else. And I've had seasons where I didn't stick with the early things where I was like, uh, I'll just move along. And yeah, it just never clicked and never connected. Um, so for me, this was like very much, I like this chapter for a lot of reasons. One, I think you did a really good job of highlighting the process is important. Um, like it's very important. It's something we need to pay attention to but so is success. Like you and I were joking around on the phone the other day um, about this, like not even because we were going to talk about it later, but you were just like, you know, we hear all these people, let's say like Muhammad Ali who are like, Hey, you know, failure is important. The process is important. But the only reason we listen to him is because he had a lot of success. Like yeah. the people we listen to who talk about how failing is important are people who had a lot of success. Like, yeah. They were, they were winners. That's why we know who they are. Yeah. You know, we don't, there's no, there's no meme if you Google the process of some random person saying the process is important. It's always LeBron or Muhammad Ali or Serena Williams. You know, it's people who, who do care about the outcome hugely 
You know, that's mm-hmm. why they can say the process is valuable because they, they know where the process leads. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, I, I really like this chapter. Um, to me, it connected um, just because there have been seasons where I've really like done a good job of saying, okay, we're going to pay attention to the process, not take it personally, you know, take it seriously, but not personally. And when I have success, it just keeps giving me more. Then there are times where I haven't placed enough value on seeing success and man, it, you know, it'll, I think it can really uh, sideline a whole season. Mm-hmm. Totally. Lauren, you haven't been climbing as long as Nate and I, um, have there been times where you've maybe, maybe led by this whole movement of the process is all that matters. Have there been times where you've thought about, oh, I, I should bail on this project. I've learned enough from it. Now I'm getting Mm. frustrated. I want to move on. Have there been those times? And what's your reaction to that ultimately been? Oh, totally. And yeah, I I remember like starting to see some of the like, the process is important kind of movements. And it was like right around when I was trying to like break into 512. And then I just started like, almost having like guilt for having outcome oriented goals. I was like, am I even a real climber? I want a red point harder things. I'm like, is this like, you know, am I just like the antithesis of the soul surfer because I like give a shit about the outcome. And then I like felt bad. And then I was like, I'll just keep quiet about it. But like my other half can know that I want to send obviously. And then <laughs> like, he knows I'll just keep this to myself, I guess. But yeah. So that was kind of like, like a weird time where I was like, I feel bad now. Like, am I, am I in this for the wrong reasons? Like, but, uh, ending feels really good. So that's, <laughs> but yeah. And I remember a time where I was working on this route called flesh for Lulu and it's a 12, a slash piece in, um, Rumney, New Hampshire. And I picked it cause it had a lot of things on it that I super didn't like. And there was a point and I was kind of like, this is going to be an anti-style thing. Like it's going to have some, weird slabby bird stuff that I'm not like a huge fan of and I'm gonna learn a lot from it and like the first weekend I got on it I think I tried the crux move like 40 times and stuck it once and this was like a three-day weekend where I pretty much just like thrashed on the same move over and over and then it got 20 degrees cooler the next weekend and turns out conditions can help and then I like did it every time because it was just like really scary but then you know whatever put more work in on it and I was getting really close like one hanging it multiple times. And I was like, I've come so far. Like, I could barely do the crux move. Also, this has a lot of things on it that I just kind of don't like. Like, this isn't my favorite route ever. I can just quit and say I learned. But, like, there was definitely a moment where I, like, came down. It was, like, I think it was the time before I sent. And I was like, Mike, I don't even want to do this. Like, I don't even like this route that much. And then and, and I was like, he was like, you should send it. Like you put in all this work, like fucking finish it, you know? And I was like, I don't want to. He's like, you should do it. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just put in one more burn and then we'll go home. I don't even like this route. And then I sent it. And now anytime I talk about it, I'm like, this is the best route ever. Like, and I talk about it like I love it. It's a really good route. It's super classic. Everyone that knows it in the New Hampshire is probably like, that's a really good route. You suck for saying that it's not great. But, like, you know, it just has things I'm bad at. But, yeah. It is objectively a very nice rock climb. Everyone go climb. But yeah, that was definitely a time where I like almost quit to just be like, I learned. It's fine. So. Yeah. You know, I've had those routes and 
And we, we always, because some of those routes I have walked away from, I'm like, I don't, this hurts too much. This is too scary, whatever. I'm, I'm done. You know, I've had enough. But then I always look back and I'm like, what would it have taken for me to do that? Could I have convinced myself there was something I liked enough about it? Could I have done something better to not be scared of that section? You know, whatever it was, was there more to learn? You know, and you don't, you don't really know if there was more to learn if you don't see it through. Um, you just, it's, that's completing the process is finding that outcome, you know? And it's really only then that you can say my process was was good or not or could be improved. Because if you never reach the outcome, then you have no idea whether your process was a good one or not. You know? You, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a good point. You know, um, when I was kind of rereading this chapter and preparing for this, that was something similar along those same veins uh, I kind of realized. Because there's... You know, you've talked about doing Transworld Depravity and um, how it was almost anticlimactic when you did it. And that's something I've had for sure. Like, you know, for me, like doing the shield, the most gratifying moment I had was the first day I tried it because I I did the moves and I was like, oh, oh, this thing that like to me, this was a dream. Like it can happen. Like I was like, this is incredible. And doing it was, you know, I was like, oh. Okay, like that's cool. But I've like the thing is I can look back and say like, oh yeah, like I definitely got more enjoyment out of the process than actually sending. But the thing is, I can't say that a single time about something I've never sent. Like my mind goes to, well, I could have put in more time. Like why why didn't I go back? What could I have done to get it finished? Like yes, there are plenty of things where I'm like, you know, the process was much better than the goal. But man, the process, uh, it's hard for me to really appreciate it until I've met the goal. Yeah. You know, in the episode I did with Trevor Reagan, I, I, I quote him in this chapter. Um, he used the example when I talked to him of, and actually, I'm not sure if it was in the episode or if it was just he and I talking, but he talks about a company that made windshields for airplanes and they they have to be invested in the process, but they also have to give a shit about the outcome. You know, if their outcome isn't correct, a bird hits the windshield of an airplane, it crashes through and, you know, everybody fucking dies. That's, they have to care about the outcome. So they look at it like a scientist. They don't take it personal if their outcome isn't right. They just say, okay, this process was not the correct one. Where do we make a change? to come up with the outcome that we're looking for. And it's exactly the same with rock climbing. The The process is hugely important, but so is the outcome. It's That's important to us to be able to measure our progress, to be able to build ourselves up, to stand in front of the next harder thing, you know? And, and if we don't care about that outcome enough to continue and see it through, then we'll just never know whether our process is the right one. You can learn all you want. You can be the most learned rock climber on the planet if you want to and still never send if you don't care about the outcomes, you know? So for me, it matters. It just matters. It matters a lot, frankly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and there's a ton you can learn too. Like whenever any of my athletes like send something, you know, we always kind of stop and I'm like, no, but what went well? Like we can't just be like, we did it. And then like never talk about it again. It's like, no, we have to figure out like what went well so we can remember it for next time too. Like flowing through your wins and not taking a step time to like, reflect on why it worked and what went well in a bunch of different ways. It's like, that's also a huge mistake to not like learn from your successes too. So there's a ton to be gained from that. Yeah, totally. I'm glad you said that. The, the idea that, you know, when your process is right and you do send, what can we repeat the next time around to, you know, to make our process good the next time too? We're not starting from scratch every time. So I want to get rid of the bad stuff, repeat the good stuff as often as possible. Yeah. So, uh, I think, I think we've covered this one. This one's so short and to the point. And I mean, Devin Dabney and I were talking this morning and we sort of compared these chapters to punchlines for rappers. Like this is, we just want to, these chapters are so short to the point. We just want to say the thing and get it done and and that's what I loved about this. And I'm, I'm glad you both got something out of this chapter because it was just something that was like sticking in my head, reading all these damned Instagram posts. And I had to put it down on paper that you're all missing the point. You know, the, the <laughs> process is important, but fuck, we, we want to climb rocks. You know? Yeah. So, so thank you, Lauren, for chatting with us for joining us um i'm psyched that you're in this space and if if uh people are looking for a coach lauren is the most energetic most caring coach out there so you should definitely reach out and and find her i'll have links to good spray coaching in the show notes in the pocket supercomputers Tomorrow, no kings, no way. We don't tweet, we scream like eagles.